When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. You're listening to App State Sports Weekly. I want you, I want to. I like to introduce myself. My name is Abyssal. App State Nation. What's going on? It's Pierre Banks here with you for another edition of your podcast, the official podcast of App State Athletics, App State Sports Weekly. It's the final week of November, which means Christmas music is on the horizon for the radio stations. College basketball starting to ratchet up, getting the full swing with the holiday tournaments. And it's the final week of the college football season. And for the App State Mountaineers, they'll be looking to solidify their season by getting a win on the road at Troy in hope of hosting their second straight Sunbelt Conference Championship game. But first, quick recap of the week that was. They were at home for senior day, taking on the Texas State Bobcats. Of course, the Mountaineers got the big-time victory in that one, 35-13. And offensively, they looked very balanced. They got it done on the ground, of course. It's what they do. They were facing a Texas State team that gives up over 200 yards per on the ground. Well, all the Mountaineers did was go for 280 yards led by Darrington Evans, who did his T-H-I-N-G. Yet another 100-yard game for him, three touchdowns, and he continues to do it 
behind this incredible offensive line led by senior Big Victor Johnson. And I got a chance to sit down with Big Vic and wrap a taste about the O-line performance from this past Saturday and what to look forward to this Friday evening versus Detroit Trojans. We got it for you on App State Sports Weekly. It's senior day, your last regular season home game at The Rock. How special was it for you to get recognized before the game and then go out and, and get a big one? Oh, it was really special. You know, last time I at The Rock, you know, I played a lot of games here, but I think I remember this one a little bit longer, obviously, because it's senior day. I got to go out in front of the fans before the game started, so it was a little bit special, this one. And it was a game where you all, as an offensive line unit, really took over 280 yards on the ground. What allowed you all to be so effective? Uh, I think the second half we came out and we picked up all the movement they were doing in the first half, which we kind of weren't getting the first the first half. So we picked the movement up, and I think we started to get going. Once we started to get going, it just started rolling. This week, got a good Troy team that you're traveling to on Friday. It's a team that there's no love lost between you and them. You got to go down there. A lot hanging in the balance, a, a possible another home game for you, hosting the Sun Belt Championship game. What's the focus like on this team right now? Uh, I think it's locked there, you know. Everybody knows the importance of playing at home, especially in a championship game. So I think everyone wants to bring it back to the Rock one more time, not just for us, but for the fans who supported us all year, especially through the rain, a lot of rain games we had this year. So going more at the Rock for the fans too. Just a tremendous job, not only all season long, but when you look at this run for the Mountaineers, I don't think it can be overstated. The Mountaineers have won three straight Sun Belt championships, which is incredible in and of itself. And they're looking for their fourth straight now. Already solidified that spot in the Sun Belt Conference Championship game. But with a win this Friday versus Troy, the Mountaineers will be able to host the Sun Belt Conference Championship game, which goes a long way because of you, App State Nation. You always show up. You always show out at the Rock. And the Mountaineers could use you. And they understand that. And they'll be playing their tails off this Friday, trying to give themselves one more home game, one more chance to show their stuff in front of you all, and especially for these seniors who are one of the most decorated classes in the history of this program. Hats off to them. They got a chance to do something special, and Big Vic Johnson is a huge part of that. Now, defensively, the Mountaineers held it down as usual. Yet another game where they held their opponent to under 100 yards on the ground rushing. It's phenomenal. And when you can come out and control the trenches the way the Mountaineers do, not just running the football each and every week, they almost go over 200 yards, but controlling it on the defensive side of the ball as well. It goes a long way in making the opposing team one-dimensional, which means you can pin your ears back and come at them. And then offensively, you put so much pressure on the opposing team because you're constantly scoring points. And now, not only can you not run the football as an opponent, but you're pressing, trying to get the ball in tight spaces, trying to get the ball down the field to keep up with this high-scoring offense, and you're oftentimes led right into mistakes. It's where Teddy Rooftop and his defense wants you to be. Now, I had a chance to sit down with a young man that's having himself a big-time season, linebacker DeMarco Jackson. He talked a little bit about 
how this team has been able to be so effective on the ground all year long and then that big time matchup looming with the Trojans on Friday. Another big time performance for you all defensively, only giving up 13 points to Texas State. How were you all able to be so successful? I just think it goes back to preparation and just coaches just keying in on certain like formations and just like you know, alignment and things like that and knowing the things that's possible to come. So just it able to make you play a little faster, you know, when you know it's coming. If it's like a runner pass, be more aggressive and those type of things. Yet another football team that you've held to under 100 yards on the ground this year. Is stopping the run a major focus for you all every game or is it a team by team type of thing? I mean, it just think, I just think as we come into a weekend, we just got to know the coach tells our expectations or whatever. And I mean, just take pride in the defense, not letting nobody just run through us in that core. In the core we got with the linebackers and the D-line, I feel like we fit it pretty well. And I mean, like when you just cancel out the run game, you're making a team one-dimensional and you know what's about to come. You know, when you stop them short on a first down and so you making them have to pass. They got to scheme up different ways and stuff like that. Sunbelt Conference home of a lot of good football teams. And next up, your last regular season game, you face a team that has really had some animosity for you in the past. And the Troy Trojans looking to, to get a win over you all, get both eligible and play spoiler. What do they do well? What do you have to do to be successful against those guys? Well, I mean, I think they are a really good team. I mean, I know their quarterback, he went out last year, I believe. But I mean, I. I believe he's a really good quarterback and we'll have to, I know the coaches will do some game planning for us to put us in good situations. But I mean, it's just gonna be like the same as every other week just coming in, knowing our job and we just execute it to the best we can. And really just coming down to beating the man in front of you. You try to go one and know every week. This week's a little bit special because if you win this game, you host your second straight Sunbelt Conference Championship game. What's the focus of this team heading into Friday? I mean, it's just, like you said, being 1-0 and and just making sure we do our jobs. I mean, it's, it's gonna be, a, I, want, I, don't, I want to see these seniors come back and have another game at the Rock, and, but I know Troy, they're not just gonna let us have it just that easily. So, I mean, it's gonna be like a, it's gonna be a really, I feel like this is gonna be a really good week. And we just gotta have a good week of practice and just knowing our jobs and just knowing the play calls and just doing the best we can, you know, but we're really gonna have to be locked in and focused this week. So it's gonna be a big spotlight for the Mountaineers. Friday night, primetime television, you got a national audience and you got a chance to sew up hosting this Sunbelt Conference Championship game. This will be the second in the history of the conference and the apps hosted the inaugural game a season ago which the team with the highest winning percentage in the conference gets to host the game and right now on the other side of the bracket Louisiana has the West won but they've got another game this week coming up against ULM their bitter rival the Mountaineers have the East won but again that big time game against Troy coming up and since the Mountaineers had the head-to-head -head victory against Louisiana if both teams win 
then the apps would host the game. But again, a lot yet to be decided in this weekend's action. This is the Troy team that had been peaking at the right time. They were playing their best football. They beat Georgia Southern by three scores. They turned around and walked the dogs on Texas State, and they were putting up huge offensive numbers until last week when they took a trip to Lafayette, Louisiana to take on the Raging Cajuns. Dropped that one 50 three to three but as we all know teams are most dangerous when their backs are against the wall and when you're coming off a performance like that against louisiana you already want to get that bad taste out of your mouth you already want to show the nation that that's not who you are as a team but oh by the way the trojans have five wins on the season and with a win over a nationally ranked team almost certain to get a bowl bid with their sixth win of the year. And they can run the football. They're averaging over a buck 52 on the ground per game. But where they really flourish is through the air. They're averaging right at 314 yards, led by quarterback Caleb Barker, who has been having a phenomenal season. He's over 3,300 yards, 30 touchdowns on the year. And they've got one of the best receivers, not only in the Sun Belt, but in the nation, in Kalen Geiger. He's got over 840 yards receiving, five touchdowns, and they'll be looking to get the job done on Friday evening. Yap State Mountaineers just got to continue to be who they are. They can shut down this Trojan rushing attack, make the Trojans one-dimensional, and you already know what's coming. It makes it a bit easier to put Caleb Barker in bad predicaments, force him into mistakes, get him off his spot, and get some pressure up front so that your secondary can look to take advantage of mistakes. Offensively, this is an App State offense that's one of the most elite in the country, but what made the offense so elite is that even though they rush for a ton of yards every game. They've got one of the deepest. They've got the most talented receiving core in the Sun Belt Conference. And when you try to load up the box, they can just go over the top of you. But that receiving core took a major hit. The team took a major hit this past Saturday as junior receiver Corey Sutton went down hard from a hit from a Texas State defender. And he announced on Twitter that he's done for the rest of the season. With a knee injury, he won't be back this year, which will impact the Mountaineers offense in the sense that Sutton was the deep threat. When the Mountaineers needed a big ball down the field, they were going to two. He could take the top off the defense, and if you single cover him at any time, he was liable to come up with the football. Now, the Mountaineers did begin the season the first two games with Sutton on the sideline, so they've been in this position before, and Thomas Hennigan stepped up in those two games, and when Sutton went out of the football game on Saturday, Hennigan stepped up again. And the Mountaineers need him in a major way, not only this Saturday, but in the Sun Belt Conference Championship game and in whatever bowl game they wind up in. But I think it's safe to say that everybody's thoughts and prayers are with Corey Sutton and his family for a speedy and full recovery. Friday night is a big one, App State Nation. Make sure you tune in 
to the Appalachian Sports Network. Check out my main man, A-Dub, Adam Witten, Molly Cotton, Sims, McElfresh. They'll be on the call. And if you want to watch the game, you can find it on ESPN+. And now, App State Nation, let's transition a bit and take a look at the Mountaineer scoreboard for the week. Relatively quiet week around the department, but we'll start with the women's basketball program. They took on Gardner-Webb in the Holmes Convocation Center this past Friday. They dropped that one 67-56. And then on Monday, they welcomed in an old Southern Conference foe, the ET. SU Buccaneers, Mountaineers dropped that one as well, 67-61. to The men's basketball team was in action at ETSU. They dropped that one, 78-69. to The wrestling program was in action at the Keystone Classic up in Philadelphia this past weekend. Great showing from John Mark Bentley and his group as they continue to build upon those back-to-back-to-back-to-back SOCON titles and have another great tournament. This time they were led by heavyweight Kerry Miller who picked up the championship in his weight class. Congratulations to Mr. Miller on that and to John Mark Bentley for just continuing to show that consistency and always having his team ready to compete at the highest level. And that's going to do it this week for your Mountaineer scoreboard and that's going to do it this week at State Nation for this edition of your podcast the official podcast of app state athletics god willing we'll do this thing all over again next week right here on appstatesports.com and apple podcast i do hope you join me and hopefully we'll be talking about the mountaineers hosting their second straight sunbelt conference championship game but app state nation i appreciate y'all y'all be blessed out here well, I'm- the sound of your